Good morning, Michelle. Good morning. Michelle. Tosca's here too. <laughs> Good morning, sunshine. Good morning. How are you guys this morning? Well, just peachy. Coffee number two, kids downstairs playing. Yep. I got a big, 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 big coffee right now. What about you? You got everybody dropped off? Yes. Yeah, so I started about 530 in the morning. So my God coffee is, has been down already. God bless you. Well, we are, it is ready to kick off. So we're going to jump in here because I know you've got stuff to do. And um, just so everybody knows, we are talking to our friend, Michelle, who is an RN. She has been a nurse for 18 years. Correct me if I'm wrong on anything. And she has been working front lines with COVID for the past year. She has a two-year-old, a three-year-old, and a seven-year-old. Is, yes. that, is that right, Michelle? Yes. Oh, my gosh. You're, oh, and yes, on, top of right. that, on top of that, she's getting her master. I mean, so let's just add some more to your play. Ooh, let's say in one. Is that right? Um, Yes. That is correct. Uh-huh. <laughs> you do. Kudos to you, Mama. Um, we wanted to have you on, and you wanted to be here because we want to hit on the topic of mass in regard to children. So feel free. So. What kind of research have you done? Are we Tell talking us. about children or are we talking oh. about all of us for math? Specifically children today. I think okay. we're going awesome. we're gonna to carry this series with children. So so how do you feel about that, Michelle? <laughs> so I actually lost you there for a minute. Can y'all hear me now? Oh, yes. We can hear you. Okay. So yeah. what, was the, what was the question? I missed it. <laughs> That's okay. We are, we are going to start this series on um, specifically our children and how our children are being affected. And you've done quite a bit of research and have your personal and professional opinions regarding masks and children. So you go ahead and tell us where you stand on it or what you know about it. And we'll probably have questions, but we'll kick it off and see how we do. All right. Well, first, I just want to say thank y'all for asking me to be here. Um, This has been like schools reopening um, have been a, a, has been a huge issue with me since the beginning. Um, You know, we're not in the same town. Our schools just reopened for half days last year. And finally they opened a full days. And then finally they let the mass down. Um, but now we're, we started early this year. We started the first of August and within three weeks into school, um, they were pushing for mask again. And even though the governor says there is no mask mandate, my school has done a mask mandate. So I have uh, been gathering. Can we just pause there for a second? Because how yeah. is that legal because I was so I was under the impression that when McMaster made that mandate a parent's choice that that's what everybody had to do so how are people getting around that so apparently apparently, and and he did do a lawsuit yesterday um that was made public yesterday towards our school district but uh, apparently they can't use state funds to enforce the mask mandate so they can't use state to buy masks but they can still they, like it, it's incorporated into the dress code. Um, so really the mask mandate is not a mandate at all. It's just a, uh, Hey, you can't use my money to do anything to make this happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, wow. Good point. Good hmm. way to say it. Okay. All right. Carry on. And so I, um, I mean, I've been looking into it for, for over a year now, um, but really have just dug in deep, especially, um, with the new variant, um, to see how it affects our children. And, um, 
because it's been out in Europe. The new variant has been in Europe since June um, and they've been in school. So they've got a lot of research that can be applied over here. That's just not being applied over here. Of course. Um, and Tell us more. I know huh. um, because your, your European standards are a whole lot different than they are here, as we all know. And we know oh. that just from our experience in clean beauty, we know that they have different standards and um, higher standards, higher and they're higher. Yes. Yeah, and I think that's what opened my eyes up to everything. Like it all started with one little, one little seed planted and everything has just exploded. And I look to them for a lot of guidance just with, just with school guidance and mask mandates. Um, okay. So they have the European CDC um, does not recommend masks for children. Um, the who, which which is the World Health Organization, does not recommend masks for children. It is the United States CDC that is saying children have to be masked. Um, in fact, the who says children five and under should never wear a mask ever. Um, they don't. Children, and you know what? It kind of goes in the place of like, don't give them small Legos either, or you know, or give them like <laughs> wires to, around six plus. Yeah, wires around electrical outlets. You know, they're 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 toddlers and five under. Yes, and then at six to eleven, they say whether um the it it depends on the intensity of transmission, beliefs, customs, and child's capacity to wear it. But you do have to weigh the potential impact of mask on learning and development. Well, mm -hmm. research shows that when you wear a mask, kids do not see your facial expression. Right. They learn. I mean, this is common sense to me, guys. You learn Absolutely. social cues from looking at other people's faces. How Absolutely. can you recognize somebody if you can't see them from the nose down? And I think that is such a detriment to children. They're in such a phase of soaking up everything around them, educationally wise, socially wise, all of that. This is literally just putting a big stone on the top of their head and telling them they can't grow. But do this you also see how good this would be in, in raising them to become less um, like just social, which would right into it a new, makes if, them if just want to be home and alone. They don't need yes, other people. Right. It, the isolation of that, right. because I feel that too, Michelle. I mean, when I see people wearing masks, I feel it's easier for me to walk by them and treat them like they're a statue. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm you like, get, not a person. Bye. anything from yeah, them. You it can't just see does, their expression to you yeah. either. So, and I know they're people, but I'm like, not, it's like, well, it just doesn't have that same impact. And I can only imagine as a developing child, how that makes you feel and how alone you probably feel. Probably very alone, unheard. Oh, well, I can, I can tell you working with older, I, I work in the hospital. I have to wear a mask. It is a requirement right? Um, for my job. Working with older people when they become very sick and mm -hmm. they're scared, they yeah. ask me to pull my mask down. They want yeah. to see my, oh. they want to see that caring and that love there. Which you don't I get. I mean, the eyes, the eyes do show a lot, but eyes are not going to teach you, show you everything. And right. in children who are learning, and it is so foundational to their development, why right. would you cover that up? God, I hear you. That's probably the first time we've recorded with that. I almost got, I got a little teary-eyed because that's so powerful. It is powerful. And it's something people don't think about. My grandfather just passed away. He was 98 and he had nurses at, at, at home care and hospice was in and out and Everybody that came, they, of course, were required to wear their mask and stuff. And he was, he asked them all every time, can you please take it down? Like, I'm 98. I want to see your face. I want us to be oh able to gosh, talk to each other, you know? So, I mean, it, it makes sense on so many levels. Ooh, all right, keep going. We're not stealing your, your show here. <laughs> no, um, 
so just another another thing that I wanted to point out is just um our our National Institute of Health, the United States National Institute of Health, has published a study based out of Europe um, that shows that mask um, masks are not beneficial on kids. So I just have a hard time with why are why does scientific evidence here in the U.S. support it, but yet our our government is not following it? I'm not I'm not sure. You know, money talks a lot, of course. Um, and I feel yeah, like, I feel like I'm kind of answer because nothing sense there. Yeah, I feel like I'm bouncing all over the place a little bit, but I'll tell you, um, I don't know if you guys were aware, but back in like, I think it was April, May, March, February, March of last year, the CDC was ready to say schools should be open at 100%. Um, just with some regulations in place, not necessarily masks for kids, they were ready to say it. And the school boards came in, the, the school unions came in and completely redirected their train of thought. And the the response that was released was word for word what the school board said. The school That's union said. interesting. And I have a question. I don't know mm-hmm. if you know this or not, because we're not, none of us are in education, but is a school union made up of teachers? It is. So the teachers came in and vetoed getting yes. the best <laughs> some things for some of the national children. school unions we don't have any school unions locally right. we have some groups and everything and don't right work. don't get me wrong i 100 percent support st- support teachers there are teachers Again. who are at high risk there are teachers who have given up everything for our kids i 100 percent support teachers but at the same time you have to not listen to mainstream media's scientific right. evidence because that's not scientific evidence if you want the truth, you've got to research and get your peer-reviewed studies and your evidence-based practice. And being in being in the medical field, I mean, everything I do is based on evidence-based practice, which is research going into it. Um, you know, so, um, Michelle, I um I want to ask you something. How much do you think that fear is take is? And I mean, I honestly, give me a percentage. How, what percent is fear being involved with this, as in science? in the decisions you see being made right now for children? Um, I think fear is the majority of it because the, yeah. science does, the, the science does not back up the fact that kids are super spreaders. They were thought to be super spreaders in the beginning. We all know how kids spread com- the common cold everywhere. But right. um, COVID is not any higher in children than it is in adults. In fact, it doesn't, the incubation period, it, all, all of it is shorter in children. Um, they are asymptomatic. They're not getting terribly sick from it. I mean, I think I, you, you may have seen something I shared on Facebook where the death rate of children is like 0.2% with COVID and drowning is the top death rate for, for, for kids. Crazy? So I did see that another place mm-hmm. that I saw that Charlie Kirk recently spoke to his local school board out in Scottsdale, Arizona. And I mean, someone that spoke right before him, suicide rates are higher for children Mm -hmm. in this demographic than COVID deaths because they are getting so mentally crushed Mm -hmm. with everything that is going on. And I don't understand why people aren't taking notice of that. It absolutely blows my mind that we are still having this conversation this Mm -hmm. many months past the two weeks, which at that point, honestly, like two weeks to slow the spread. I was six months pregnant. We had two kids, you know, come home from school. I was like, all right, I'll keep them home for two weeks. I'm, I'm on this bus. I want to do what mm-hmm. I can. But then it kept going and kept going. And we start reading and we start researching and we start looking. 
And it blows my mind that there's governmental organizations that you've pointed out, the NIH, the WHO, that are saying this isn't, number one, it's not working. And number two, there's no reason for it. And people are still, yes. I don't know if they're oblivious or they just only want to hear what they want to hear. You know what? They're loving their lives because there's a lot of people are sitting at home collecting checks. I, exactly. And I think, a lo- I think a lot of mine comes from seeing things firsthand. I have held the hand of, I have held the hand of COVID patients. I do not work in the unit, but I, I, I work on the floor and mm. I've held the hand of COVID patients as I transferred them to the unit where, where we don't know if they're going to come out. I have called families day after day for weeks on end saying Mm. your family member may not make it. And I'm sorry, you cannot come to the hospital to see them. And that is a very hard conversation to have. But at the same time, when I was doing my clinics back in the spring in the doctor's office, I have held the hand of a 17 year old who is so depressed. They can't get out of bed. And children who do not, who can't understand why they're not going to school, why they can't see their friends who are on suicide watch. I have put teenagers into a mental health facility because they can't stand it another day. So I have seen both sides of it. And the science points, maybe masks do work. I'm not anti-mask. I'm not anti-vaccine. I have some issues with the vaccine, but they work for your older people who are your high risk population, but we're talking about your low risk population. The ones where, you know, keeping kids away is not from others. The risk are worse than the benefits are. I want to throw this in there. Also, Mm -hmm. I judge the Miss South Carolina teen pageant, which is a national pageant connected with the Miss America pageant. It's a huge organization. I entered 45, I entered, I interviewed 45 women, like the top from every, you know, major place in, in South Carolina in June. And I asked every one of them, what is the number one thing that you have, the number one like obstacle that you face every day. And every single one of those young women, the stars of our state said depression, every mm-hmm. single one, that's a hundred percent of 45. And I can barely say it without crying. Cause it's, it's so bad. It's big. And people, people are still pushing other things that are, are not attributing to a positive outcome here. We are literally setting up our children in, in a lot of ways for failure at this point. Also, I just want to insert thank you so much for doing what you do because it is the nurse is a very special, special person. God gave you the heart of gold. I don't know how you do what you do and God bless you for everything that you can do for everybody that you're surrounded with. Thank you for speaking up with us, Michelle, because, um, you have more of an impact than we have by just saying this because you have done these things. Yes. Um, what Michelle, I know we're running out of time and you're a busy woman, what would you say is one thing that someone can do who hears this and says, oh, wow, I have to make it, I have to help. Like, what can they do? I guess just, I mean, speak up. Okay. Um, we had our board meeting, our school board meeting last week, and I can't even go to it because they last until one o'clock and two o'clock in the morning. I mean, yeah. I can't be away from my kids like that arguing over this. But what I do right. is I email yeah. um, and I have been emailing our superintendent for since, since the beginning of this. When schools right. reopened last year and well, our school was supposed to start August 1st. We didn't start to September 1st. Um, I started 
researching and emailing what other school districts were doing. And I will tell you, they listened to you because the stuff he shared in the board meeting were the studies that I sent him. Wow. That is so amazing. That's empowering for people because I think you think one email won't make a difference in that. Damn not. That's damn wrong. And good for you for sending multiple emails. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm very persistent when it comes to something I'm passionate about. You know what? Good for you. He's, he's getting a few from me right now too. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. But you know what? I've not taken that step. And well, I didn't even think of it. Because, well, we homeschool. So mm-hmm. for me, it's like the what I need to be doing is doing that for those children out there that don't have a voice, that aren't being represented right. and that need us. So I, I personally need to step up and take on that role as well, like you're doing. So thank, thank you for you. that encouragement. Yeah, you, you know, got- it always it always affects you more when it hits when it hits close to your home. And I understand people who have been affected by COVID and how how passionate they are because I've seen it firsthand. Yeah. I understand how the depression and the issues with masking and child development because I've seen that firsthand. Um, I wish one thing that we could all remember is to just get along. We may have differing opinions, but I've lost friends over the last year because of the pandemic because we do have differing opinions. And right. instead of having good conversations about it, it's it's a matter of shutting the other person down. So I think we need to be able to recognize when the other person shuts down on us right? and to just speak kindly to one another. These are hard times. No, no We don't need people yelling. And that's what our school board meeting was. It was, it was a lot of yelling because I watched right. it. Right. Um, it's, and you know, I do think that we have been taught over the last 18 months Um, very well how to gaslight and to manipulate other people and to um, and you know god forbid masks don't help anymore like here's let's cover up your face and now have a conversation with somebody Um, and 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 it's almost impossible not to dehumanize them and and I will talking about masks real quick and I'm sorry for interrupting you Um, I just want to I want to say this Everybody is, you know, pushes for masks for kids, for adults to stop the spread. I will tell you when I go into a COVID patient's room and I am face to face with them sometimes in in their face. Okay, I am not wearing a mask that I bought from Walmart or Target. I am not wearing just a scarf around my neck. I am in full gear. It is an N95 mask. Being in one of those for 30 minutes to an hour is suffocating. Wow. People do not understand, you know, what Mm -hmm. you truly have to do to protect yourself. A mask, a simple cloth mask does not do it. We have head to toe gear. And I mean, I'm scared people are going to start pushing for that next. Right. And you cannot stand wearing a mask for 12 hours, alternating with those N95 masks. I cannot understand why somebody wants to put something on their child for six to seven hours in a school setting when, when an adult can't do it for, for that same time period. Amen. Why do we have higher expectations for our kids than we do for our, for each other? Amen. Well, Unbelievable. I think that, um, I think we actually opened up a lot of avenues mm-hmm. that we'd love to continue talking to you about mm-hmm. if we can find another time um, to do that. Cause I, I mean, I have a lot more questions and I know you've got answers. So hopefully we can do this again, but thank you, Michelle, for this, this morning, this is so enlightening. And, um, and we just will, we will carry on the good fight while you're in there doing the same. So, you know what? I have truly enjoyed talking to you guys today. It is, it is just such a breath of fresh air to, to talk to people who have the same mindset, who are doing some of the same research, who are seeing the same things I am, because sometimes it feels like I'm out here by myself. 
Oh my God. And you know, that's why we do this right now. That's exactly why we wanted to start this. To feel that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you. And we will do this again. We appreciate everything you do. I hope you have a great day. We're together. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.